Hello, friend, and welcome to the Motivation Nation podcast. I'm your host, Faith. If you struggle with motivation in your everyday life or in your pursuits to be a millionaire, then girlfriend, you are in the right spot. My passion is to motivate and inspire young women and college girls like myself to do great things in their lives and in the lives of others. Let's hop on in. Hello, friend. I am so excited to be finally producing this podcast. Podcast. I cannot speak. (laughs) Anyway, I've been working on this for quite some time. By working on this, I mean figuring out all the crappy little details. So I finally got it all, and here is my podcast. So every week, I'm just going to be sharing some kind of tip or hack that I use to get myself motivated. I'm going to be sharing stories from my personal life, things that help me get motivated, and just helpful stuff. I might include some healthy recipes and just some workout hacks too because I love working out and, well, I should rephrase that. I like working out sometimes, but I mainly like it so I can take my shower afterwards. Does anyone else feel me? Do you just like working out, getting all sweaty, and then you go to take a shower and you're like, oh my gosh, the workout was worth it just for the shower. Is that just me? I don't think it's just me. All right, so I'm just going to start this first podcast. It's going to be a little different than my other ones. This one is basically just going to be me telling you about how I got started on my whole motivational thing and why I'm having this podcast, what's the purpose of this podcast, and how this is going to help you, friend. All right, so thanks for listening. If you could just Take a screenshot of this, tag me on IG, let me know you're listening. My handle is faith at motivation nation. Faith at motivation nation, that is my IG handle. So, how I got started on my journey. Well, to start out, when I was a kid, I was always pretty motivated, but I was a huge procrastinator. For whatever reason, I work so well under pressure, I can write like a three-page essay in like two hours the morning that it's due and the reason I know this is because I did it one morning I am 18 I am homeschooled I've been homeschooled my whole life no we don't sit in our basement all day and eat cookies and do whatever we want and yes we have social lives yes we interact with other people all right just saying some people have legitimately asked me these questions so just thought i'd get that out of the way also if you're a homeschooler yay friend connect with me on ig i want to hear from you i've been homeschooled my whole life i've grown up in church my entire life and i have just loved anything competitive oh my gosh i'm so 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 competitive our church had a wanna and we did a bible quiz and a wanna games and i was always participating in that always out to beat the other person that I was going against it didn't matter who it was if they were two times my size or smarter than me I always thought I can beat them a few years ago I had one of the hardest years of my life there were just a ton of hard things happening in my life and I have to say for the first time in my life I cracked what I mean is I cracked I cracked like a nut 
strayed away from God, which was kind of really rare for me because up until this point, I had never really done that. And it was something new for me. I just remember this one time I was away from God and then eventually I ended up coming back and it was because I was just standing and listening to music and I was like, I don't understand this God. I just, there's purpose for this pain. Tell me, just let me know and I'll do something about it. And it was like God just came down from heaven. He wrapped his arms around me. It was like, I've got you, girl. Just hang on. You'll get out of this. But don't stay quiet about what you've gone through. You need to share. The whole reason for my starting this podcast is I want to help inspire other young girls and college girls like myself to be motivated to do great things in their lives because I truly believe that people do not tap into their full potential. And what I mean by this is not the, oh, follow your heart crap because that stuff is not... It's not true. It doesn't work. The Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? There's no way you can follow your heart. Your heart is always going to lead you astray. And especially us as ladies, our emotions can be all over the place. We can be happy and joyful the next minute and crying or angry and upset the next. I mean, am I right or am I right? Like, you cannot depend on your heart or your emotions to tell you what to do because if you do, you are going to be all over the place all the time. Love is an action and it's the same thing with motivation. You are not going to feel motivated every day to get out of bed, to go work out, to do your morning routine, to get your homework done during the day, to go to work, do your meal prep, do your crap, and it's just not going to happen. Love and motivation are not feelings. They are actions. And until you can get that belief through your head and you honestly and truly believe it, you're not going to get anything done because just the other day it was raining outside and usually I love the rain because I'm a weirdo and I like the rain and I like musicals. So of course the musical about being in the rain, duh, I'm really obsessed with. So I was sitting in my car and I had just finished my classes. I'm in college now and sitting in my car and I was like, yeah, I don't want to work out. I was just sitting there. I was like, I really do not feel like working out. And then I remembered motivation is not a feeling because there are going to be days that you just are not going to want to get out of bed, not going to want to work out, not going to want to get your paper done for English class that's due in like 48 hours. You'd rather sit on your phone and you don't get anything done. And that's what happens is we rely on this feeling of motivation like, oh, it's just going to strike me one day that I'm going to work my butt off and I'm going to get this amazing job and I'm going to become a millionaire or if you don't want to be a millionaire I'm just going to get all this money I'm going to buy that new car I'm going to get that awesome house and I'm just going to love every day of my life and everything is going to be rainbows and sunshine and unicorns and that's not going to happen you are not going to wake up one day and just have motivational feeling and this I'm just going to get everything done you're not going to have that it's never going to happen because I've been told this so many times. Oh, but I wake up in the morning and I'm like motivated to do something. I'm like, yeah, but does that motivation stay with you for a week, a month, a year, two years, five years, ten years? No, heck no, it doesn't. And there's always days where you're going to not feel motivated and you're just going to want to sit around and eat bonbons and watch TV and just be lazy. I mean, that's how it is. And you should take rest days, but you shouldn't let your feelings determine what you do or how you live your life 
or you are going to be one heck of a miserable person. Back to the story of my life. The story of my life is not great. The fact that Jesus intervened and loved me too much to leave me where I was is the amazing part of it. So anyway, I was sitting around and I had taken dance for six years of my life. I love dance. I had to quit it because I was not getting good grades and I was there like four, five hours a week. I want to say I was there. I had dance class three nights a week and I was there for like, no, it's probably more like eight hours a week. It was a lot. So anyway, and my grades were dropping. I was in high school and I really needed to get onto my grades because I wanted to go to college and I wanted to have a good GPA. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to have to stop dance. So I did. And I have to say that was one of the most heartbreaking decisions I have ever made in my life. Dance is that one thing that it just let me be me. I was not the best in my class. As a matter of fact, I was probably the worst. And I'm not saying this is out of pity or anything. Most of the girls that were in my class, when I left, I was in advanced classes. And all the girls that were there were there about six days a week. And that is no joke. Like, they were there Monday through Saturday. And they went to competitions. They were there. I was the only girl, I believe, that didn't go to competitions in that class. And there was probably about 17 of us. So when I say I was not the best girl, I wasn't because I honestly just wasn't there that much and I didn't take as many classes as they did. So dance was my go-to thing. When I was upset, I would put in earbuds and I would dance. I would literally dance around the house when we were working on our recital dances. I would literally dance down the grocery store aisles because that's just me. I love dance. It's my passion. I just cannot express how much I love it. So when I had to stop that, it absolutely totally broke my heart. Like I cried for days. Probably actually it was probably for like weeks or months. I was devastated because I had lost one of the true loves I had in my life. And then after that, of course, I went through my bad year and then God told me, "You're going to get through this. It's going to be okay." The end of the tunnel is coming. Just hang in there. And so I did. I kept thinking all along, you know, God does everything for a purpose. Everything that happens to you in your life has a reason. And I'm not saying that God purposely makes bad things happen. It's just life happens, bad things happen. And when they happen, that is when God will use them in your life to help you or he teaches you something that you are supposed to help someone else with. And this thing of having all this dance experience, it just bothered me. And not like in a bad way, it's just I kept thinking, I have all this dance experience. God, why do I have all this? What is the purpose for it? What is the purpose of me having such passion and such love for dance and I couldn't figure it out and I'm like I don't understand what to do because I felt inadequate to teach I was like god there's no way I can teach I'm this little teenage girl I'm 16 years old no one's gonna take me seriously there's no way I can do this and I remember stopping and thinking one day, what am I doing? I am beating myself up before I even get the chance to try to even do this. I am accepting failure. And one day I just got on my knees and I prayed for months. I was like, God, if you want me to do this, let me know. And 
I don't think it was necessarily one thing, but it was a lot of things that came together and it was just like God telling me, you need to do this. This is your calling. This is what you're supposed to do. And my first year teaching was the hardest thing I've ever freaking done. So January of 2018, I haven't even turned 17 yet. I was still 16 and I was like advertising on my page and I was like, hey, do you have a girl that wants to learn to dance, but you don't want her going to a dance studio because, you know, they're doing provocative things and shaking their butts on stage and wearing costumes that are not exactly Jesus pleasing. And the amount of people that I had coming to me were like, hey, can you start a dance group? Could you do something? And I was like, you know what? I truly believe that God is calling me to do this and so I was like okay God supply me 20 girls and I prayed for months and I mean every day probably three times a day for like six months I was on my knees I was like God you want me to do this send me these 20 girls I asked for exactly 20 girls and let me tell you it was hard because at registration I did not have 20 girls I had maybe five girls show up no joke you guys I had like five girls show up to registration and do you know how hard that was for me I went home and I cried for a little bit and I was like okay obviously God doesn't want me to do this because I'm just not doing what I'm supposed to and I don't have my 20 girls so I'm not even going to be able to pay for the rent and I'm like there's no way I can do this God was like no no I want you to trust in me and trust that I will provide you your girls and you will get your 20 and so I continued to pray and advertise some more and then it was the second week I had class I got exactly 20 dancers God fulfilled exactly what I needed to the T he was perfect and I remember I went home and I hit my knees and I started crying tears of joy because I was just so overwhelmed he gave me exactly what I needed he didn't give me too much he didn't give me too little he gave me exactly what I asked for and exactly what I needed and <laughs> that summer woo, was so freaking hard. There were a lot of things that have been hard in my life, but I was running the business side of it all by myself. And I had a lot of people that thought I was inadequate for the job. And because other people thought I was inadequate, I started thinking that I was inadequate. And every time I did, I had to remind myself, you are not. You have this dance experience. You have this gift. You have the gift of business and being able to talk to people and teaching and making money. This is what you are called to do. And I had to pick myself up every single time something would come along. And trust me, there were tons of things that came along. There were things that I totally sucked at. But you know what? This is the first thing about being motivated and starting anything of your own. Prepare to suck your first time, your first five times, your first 50 episodes of your podcast. Prepare to suck. My first summer that I started was bad. And it wasn't just my teaching. It was my communication skills. And it was the things that I have done. But you know what? At the end of the summer, when those girls got up on stage and they did their rehearsal, and then every rehearsal is always bad. Like dress rehearsal. I don't care. I've been in like countless plays. I don't care who you are. I don't know what it is. But bad rehearsals 
always equal great recitals. And I was stressed out and I was like, I don't know what's going to happen and blah, blah, blah. And I, I don't know if this is what I'm called to do. And I had all this uncertainty and God just went, hey, stop looking at yourself. Look up to me. Ask me. I'll do this for you. And he did. He pulled through. I had an amazing recital with only 20 girls. We had probably about 80 people there. And it was honestly a work of God because I had been praying for it. And I knew that the only person that could bring people to me was him. It's not me. It's not how wonderful and great I am. It's all about him. So I did that. And then my second summer... I prayed and I got same amount of girls, 20 girls, but the teaching was better. My communication with my moms were better. Everything was like 10 times better. And oh my gosh, when we got to that recital, God blessed us with about 120 people for 20 dancers. Let me just put that in perspective. I went from about 60, maybe 50 people at the recital to about 120. That is huge. God showed up in such a big way. I cannot even express. I was crying tears of joy. I was so proud. My dancers absolutely crushed it and I'm so so proud of them. Always so proud of my dancers. And that's my story. I used one of the hardest things in my life, one of the darkest times in my life. God will show up, but you have to be motivated. You have to put in the work behind the scenes when nobody else is watching. And this is the part that sucks. This is the part that separates the boys from the men, the women from the girls, okay? You are not going to be successful if you don't do the hard stuff behind the scenes that you don't get paid for and nobody sees. And this is what sets successful people apart from people that are not successful. Right there. If you are willing to put in the work behind the scenes that no one's going to applaud you for, no one's going to say thank you, that your boss isn't going to pay you for, then you will be successful. Because that is what it takes. You have to be willing to put in that hard work when you don't get paid for it and no one's going to recognize you. That is what will make you successful. Putting the work in behind the scenes. And that is what I did. I prayed every day that God would bless my recital, that he would make it successful, that a lot of people would show up, and that we would bless our community. And he did. But I didn't just pray and do nothing. I advertised. I talked to people. I shared it all the time. And that's what you have to do. You have to be willing to do the things behind the scenes that no one's going to see, no one's going to applaud you for, and no one's going to pay you for. Because that is where the true magic happens. There's a Bible verse that says, Ask and you will receive. And a lot of times, especially as Christians, I think we're afraid to ask. I know I am. I'm afraid to ask to be successful because what if money becomes my God? I am afraid to be rich because, you know, you can't be a Christian and be rich. But God knows what's best for us. Ask him. Believe he will give it. Work hard behind the scenes. Don't expect him to just 
dump something in your lap. There are exceptional times when God will just give you something, but he's not going to do that for you every day of your life. You have to constantly go after him, run after him, and seek his face, and he will give you what you need. That first year, that first summer, because I teach from June until August, and then we have our recital on Labor Day weekend, was one of the hardest summers of my life. It humbled me. It made me a better person. It made me learn skills that I need for the future. Prepare for your first whatever to suck, friend. Olympic swimmers, dancers, people who work at big jobs, millionaires, they don't just get up one day and decide, hey, I'm going to be an Olympic swimmer and I'm going to go compete and win a gold medal. They don't just get in the pool for the first time in their lives and win a gold medal. That is not how it works. They have to put in that hard work behind the scenes that no one sees, people don't get paid for. They show up at the pool and they go and practice. Before practice, they put in extra work at the gym. They do extra workouts. They push harder. The people that push the hardest when no one's around, when no one sees what they're doing, those are the people that are successful. If you want to be successful, my friend, in whatever you do, doesn't matter what it is, if you want to be a millionaire one day, or if you want to have a brand new car, or you want to be the best in your company, whoever you work for, you have to put in the work behind the scenes no one's going to pay you for, and no one's going to care that you do, and honestly, that no one even wants to see or hear about. And that is the truth. So if you want to be successful, my friend, put in the hard work. Don't be afraid to do things that you're not going to get paid for or that no one sees because those are the things that are going to get you higher to the top faster quicker and that's all what, what we all want isn't it we want success we want it here we want it now but we don't want to work for it we don't want to put in the hard work behind the scenes that we don't get rewarded for because hey why do something if no one's going to see it right that's what we think i don't want to do that because no one's going to see me do this i'm not going to get rewarded for this I'm not going to get recognition for this. And that's not the kind of attitude you need to have. So main point from today's podcast is prepare for your first whatever to suck, friend, because it will. I can guarantee you whatever you're doing for the first time, it's going to suck. It doesn't matter how much research you do or how good you are at something. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter how long you spend thinking about it and all the possible outcomes, what could go wrong, what could go right. doesn't matter, friend. Just do it. Like me in this podcast, I'm doing this. I'm not saying maybe next year I'll be more ready after I do some more research. No, I'm just doing it now. It's scary. And you know what? I'm going to suck for a while. And you know what? That's okay. Because when you suck and you're bad at something, you're going to learn from it. And when you learn from it, failure is the best teacher. Failure stands for first attempt in learning. And I truly believe that. Even if you're bad at something, you know what? You learn how not to do that thing or the bad way to do it. And then you will learn a faster way and an easier way and a better way to learn something. So that's what you need to do, friend. Go and do whatever that thing is you're putting off. Stop waiting for tomorrow. Stop waiting for the perfect time in quotation marks because there's never a perfect time because you will never be ready. If you don't believe me, ask any parent. They're not going to tell you they were ready for having kids because no one ever is because no one is perfect. 
Secondly, motivation is an action. It is not a feeling. So if you're not feeling motivated, well, guess what? Neither is probably a half of the universe. Go and do that thing anyway. You're going to regret it if you don't. So just go and do it, friend. And also remember one thing. It's better to be that person in class that raises their hand and asks how to do that problem again because you don't understand than to be the idiot laughing at them and get a bad grade on a test because you don't understand but you're too prideful to fall flat on your face and fail. It's better to fail at something and figure out how not to do it than to never do it and regret it later in life. Don't live with regrets, friend. It is one of the worst ways to live and I guarantee you, you will not be happy living a life of regret. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this, please tag me on IG. Take a screenshot of this. Let me know you're listening. Let me know what you want to hear about, what your struggles are when it comes to motivation. My handle is faith at motivation nation. Thank you again so much for listening. Share this with your friends. Tag me on IG. I want to hear from you, friend. I want to know what you like, what you don't like, and what you want to hear in the future.